Hey everybody, welcome to the 12 cast. Thanks for joining in today. Hey, today we're doing an everyday ordinary missionary interview. And it's a little bit different because uh, this person is one of my children. Uh, and my children haven't started their missionary journey of just 12 uh, quite yet, but they've heard a lot of the conversations. And so I have one of my children here who's gonna answer some questions kind of see what it might be like to start this journey. Because one of the things that Scott and I talked about early uh, when we were writing the book was just how simple the strategy of Jesus is and, and so simple that it should be able to be implemented and applied in almost every context. And every context would also mean for, for kids, for, for children, to be able to prioritize 12 others like Jesus did with his 12. Uh, and so we are a community that is striving to do that, and we want to see everyone be in someone's 12. And if for that to happen, that, that's gonna mean that, that young people, kids and students are participating in this mission, this mandate that Jesus gave us. So today we're gonna interview one of my children. I'll let her introduce herself. Uh, why don't you tell everybody who you are, how old you are and some things you like doing right now. Uh, my name is Nora, I am 10 years old. And the things I like doing most right now is swimming at the lake and pool and hanging out with my friends. Swimming at the lake and pool. Uh, that's always fun in the summer. I like to swim with you guys too. It's lots of fun. Okay, so tell us, Nora, what do you what do you know about Just Twelve? I mean, you've heard me talk about it. It's been like two years of me and Scott having lots of conversations here and there. You've probably picked up on it. So, what's what's Just Twelve all about? From what you know, um, it's about Jesus having twelve disciples, which means picking twelve people, and then. It's also about you picking, like everybody picking 12 people for yeah. their life and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe you remember Jesus said, hey, I'll give you this command. Love one another like I loved you. Oh, yeah. Do it like I did. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and even for this last week, I talked about the Jesus mandate. You weren't listening to it. Maybe someday you will. But I was talking about Jesus had this mandate. He said, basically, it was right after he rose from the dead. Oh. Right after he, uh, you know, he was, he was killed and he was buried and then he rose from the dead so he like defeated sin and death totally defeated sin and death mm -hmm. and he got up he told his disciples come to a mountain and they came to the mountain and he said hey now you see that i'm in charge because if you defeat sin and death you like you're in charge of everything right like mm -hmm. you're the ultimate ruler of everything so he basically said hey i'm in charge of everything and then he said now it's your turn oh. now it's your turn to do what i did now it's your turn to find people to, to invest in, to, to give, give your energy and time and love to, and do your best to show them what it looks like to, to live the way Jesus taught. The live, I mean, he was saying it, Jesus was saying, so he said, live the way that I taught. You show other people how to do that. And then he said, don't worry, I'll be with you. I'll, I'm gonna help you in this. So that's the Jesus mandate. And so like what you're talking about is now we choose 12 people and we try our best to, to love them like Jesus loved his 12 and try our best to help them learn to live the way that Jesus calls us to live. So um, all that to say, how do you think you go about choosing 12 people? How do, what do you think you would do? How do you do that? How do you choose 12? Where, where do you start? Hmm. Maybe like making 
something with like people in it, like your friends. So friends, that's a good start. Family. Family. Okay. Uh, did you see what I wrote on that piece of paper already? Yes. Oh, you did. Okay. Yes. <laughs> you remember when I wrote a little bit? Yes. Okay. Friends. Yeah. Family. Enemies. Hmm. Enemy or en enemies, maybe. And lonely. Uh. Yeah, you're doing good. Least lost and lonely. Least lo yeah. Least I didn't realize you saw. I didn't realize you saw exactly what I wrote down. So I was like, wow, she's really. She's really good at this, <laughs> but that makes sense though, right? You choose the people in your life, right? Mm -hmm. But you have more than 12 people in your life, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. And so it's hard if you try to say, I'm going to try to love everybody in my life, just like Jesus loved everybody. It doesn't mean that you don't care for them. It doesn't mean you're not kind, but how do you choose and narrow down to 12 that you maybe give a little extra attention to a little extra, uh, we call it intentionality too, that you prioritize is the word. We just talked about that a little word a little bit ago. It's like, hey, here's things that are important to me. I want to do this and I want to do that. I want my life about this. And you say, well, no, I'm going to sacrifice some things. I'm going to, I'm going to elevate those other people. I'm going to do what's important to them. And I'm going to sacrifice some things so I can show them love. Because that's what Jesus did with his 12, right? He sacrificed his life for all of us. So we sacrifice for our 12. We try to show them love by making what's important to them important to us. So you, you hit it on the head. So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a, we're gonna like pause. We'll pause the recording because I, I made this little thing. This is what Nora was talking about. Uh, family, friends, least lost and lonely and enemy. Uh, and enemies could be that, but, but you know, family, who are the people in your life that, uh, and you're not choosing your 12. This is just gonna help you think about who's in your 12. So you're gonna, she's gonna spend some time writing all the different family members she can think of. She's going to write some friends or people. When I say friends, all my too, friends. well, no, I'm going to say all your friends. Friends friends could also be who are people in your life, uh, and maybe friends isn't the perfect word for this, but who are people in their life? We use the word iron sharpeners in the book. Who are people in your life that help you be who you think Jesus is asking you to be? Who are the people who help you live life the way God's called you to live life? So who are some of those people outside of your family that might be those kind of people? Oh. Then least lost and lonely. Lonely is easy to figure out, right? That's who are people that other people don't pay attention to or maybe that much? exclude, right? Okay. But the least, least are also people that maybe our culture and society pushes off to the side, ignores, maybe mistreats. And then the lost, that's kind of a kind of a churchy word, a, a, a Christian-y word for people who don't know Jesus yet. Oh. People who haven't had a chance to hear about Jesus. So who are some of those people? Now, some of those people might be from your family. Some of those people might be acquaintances at school. Um, where else would you come up with people who are least lost and lonely? Where are there some other places in your life that you might think of those people? I have to say their names. No, not the, yeah, please don't say their names. Where might you run into those people? What oh. kinds of people might they be? Like, where would I meet them? Yeah, where do you meet them? Where would you see them? Where would you know them from? People who are least lost or lonely. School. School. What are kind of things do you do that those pe some people might come from that list? What I do to them? No, what do you do in your in your life? What else do you do? Do you play sports? Yeah. Could they be on your sports team? I guess, yeah. <laughs> You got a little sass behind that, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it, it's places that you live, places that you go, places that you do things, right? And then enemy. Now, hopefully you don't have that many enemies. <laughs> uh, but Jesus had one person in his 12 who yeah. betrayed him. His name was? Satan. Well, Satan no. betrayed him. But who did Satan get to betray? It was in his 12. Do you remember who the person is that betrayed Jesus? His name was, start with J. Joseph? No, nope. jo jo Jeremiah. Nope. No, no. You got a lot of J names from the Bible, though. Judas. Uh, Judas. Okay, Judas. Judas. Yeah, yeah. You, you were just going to go through all the J names in the Bible you can remember. <laughs> That's okay. I don't remember that one. Though. Yeah, Judas. So Judas betrayed Jesus. And so, um, but he still loved Judas. He knew Judas was going to betray him, but he still loved him. And so who's somebody in your life that maybe didn't betray you? I don't think you have too many people that have betrayed you, but maybe there's somebody uh, at school that isn't always kind to you or, or isn't kind to anybody. Or maybe there's somebody who... Um, it's just really hard to be around, really hard to spend time with. Now, it doesn't mean they're going to be in your 12. Oh, you already thought of somebody. <laughs> you know who I think of. Well, I don't know if you do, I do or not, but <laughs> but those people do come to mind. And actually, it's funny that like once I start saying it, it's true for most people. Once you start talking about that, most people, it clicks really fast, like, oh, I know who my Judas is. So um, you're going to spend a little bit of time in this. We're not going to show this to anybody. Okay. We'll press pause, okay. and then we'll talk about um some things going from there so all right so i'm back all right well we're, we're back nora had a chance to write down some some names in our different um categories uh nora was that um what was challenging about that exercise about trying to think through names anything challenging about it um it's kind of hard like thinking if you don't like um it's kind of hard thinking about people sometimes if you don't really know that much about them yeah or something yeah so one of the things that we i was trying to just remind you that it's not about labeling people it's not like they have to fit in these categories and we don't want to just put a label on somebody um but it is it can be helpful in helping us think through the different people in our life that we interact with and so your list might grow a little bit more. You might get more and more people on it the more you think about it. My hope for you and for your brothers too, when they have a chance to do this, is that you would start to get a sense from God who he wants you to, to prioritize. Uh, and so you, I know for family and friends, you probably have a little bit longer of a list, but he doesn't want to just have us make a big list of just family and friends because it's easy to love family and friends. Well, sometimes it's easy to love family. Sometimes it's hard. But it's, you know, that's what, that's not any different than the rest of the world. And Jesus calls us to be different from the rest of the world. And so uh, you had also said, you know, you thought of your Judas, you thought of that person that maybe kind of feels like they betray you or could betray you or kind of like an enemy. And uh, we had a little conversation about it. And it's like, that person's not really a part of your life right now anymore. So it's hard to love somebody that's not really a part of your life anymore. And so you might not put anybody there for a little while and, and that's okay. You don't have to have a person there and you don't have to have 12 exactly either. You could have five or 10. It's not just about having a bunch of lists of names. It's about who is it God's asking you to prioritize. So my hope is that you'll start to understand who it is that God wants you to, to, to try to prioritize and love like he loved his 12. So you're going to give it a shot. You're going to start thinking about how, 
how you can prioritize and love 12 of your own people. Uh, my, my hunch is that as you, I guess it's my hunch and my hope is that as you start to have clarity about who God's asking you to love, like Jesus loved his 12, that you would be more intrigued to learn more about Jesus, that you would, as you hear stories about him, that you would be like, oh, that makes me think about this person in my 12. As you read your Bible or as you go to church or as you go to camp, like you did this summer, that you might start going, oh, that's going to help me do this just 12 thing. Or, oh, that's going to help me choose somebody to be in my 12. And so uh, I, I'm, I'll be curious to see kind of how this conversation moves forward for you, Nora, in the next couple of weeks, months, even years to see if um, just how this kind of shapes and forms your faith. So thanks for thanks for giving a shot today. Thanks for giving it a try. Mm -hmm. um, anything, uh, anything you want to say to all the people out there? No, I'm just giving you a hard time. <laughs> Thumbs up. <laughs> thumbs up way to, way to go if you're just listening she's have give, a good day she's just give me thumbs up have a good day hey um for those of you who are um curious about just 12 just getting started reach out to us you could you could email me just 12.jake at gmail.com love to hear your stories if you're somebody who wants to do one of these interviews join us that'd be great uh, but also q and r is coming up question response if you have questions about Anything that we've been talking about or anything about just 12, uh, reach out and let us know. Uh, we'll continue to, to continue to build this community of people striving to prioritize and love 12 of their own like Jesus did. And maybe we'll see sometime sooner rather than later everyone in someone's 12. Thanks for tuning in.